Before we get started with today's show, I have another member of the Cryptocurrent family, Steve Miller, who's going to be telling you more ways that you can stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. If you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Today's podcast is brought to you by Numio, your identity, your money. Manage your crypto securely with Numio's ZK Rollup powered by blockchain technology. ZK Rollups allow you to make fast and cheap transfers while retaining all of security and control offered by Ethereum. Numio can process up to 2,000 transactions per second, peer-to-peer, or at the point of sale. Also, Numio's identity-linked security solutions allow for instant verification. For more information, please check out their website at numio.one. Again, that's N-U-M-I-O dot O-N-E. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a special treat for you. We got a repeat guest. We have an OG that came back on the show early, early in Cryptocurrent's young career. Back in episode 38, we have Mr. Mark Anstead now with a new company, Numio. How are you doing today? It's a pleasure to be back here. It's kind of weird that I was uh, I was one of the OGs on the on the show and Glad to be back. Excited to talk about what we're working on. And uh, hopefully I can shed some light. Absolutely. I mean, a lot has happened <laughs> since we've spoke, I believe, back in 2019. Just start with a little bit of background on you. Give us a, a, a brief intro on, on who you are and what you're doing. For sure. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been in the crypto space for a while now. I, I guess I bought my first Bitcoin back in 2014. Started to get my hands dirty in 2017, 2018, working with a, a company called Cryptocurrency Investing Network. And then I decided I wanted to start actually like working and building in the industry and not necessarily working with like a wide variety of projects. So I got involved with a project at the time called Hydro, created a company called Hydro Labs, and built some really cool tech when I was there. And that sort of fizzled out. And uh, more recently, I've started up a new company called Numio. And we are focused on building out the user aggregation layer on Ethereum, uh, focused on scaling Ethereum, Yes, which is a huge problem going on right now. Massive. Um, I can't yeah. wait for you to break this down. You're, you're going after a very needed and necessary topic. Oh, yeah. It's been really exciting because like, I'm, I'm working with a 
a few projects right now and really cool to help guide them through this whole, I don't want to say mess because like Ethereum right now it's a mess, (laughs) but, uh, I'm working with a, a few other open source projects like Phoenix Dow, Index Coop, um, Uptrend. And I, I mean, what's going on in Ethereum? It, it's like, it's incredible. Or I should just say like blockchain in general. And I, I'm really excited to, to see where two of the next 6 to 12 months go. I have no clue what's going to happen. <laughs> I have an idea and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll share some ideas, but it's going to be a wild ride. And I'm, I'm strapped in for the, for the roller coaster. Hundred percent, man. Well, um, excited to dive into that. So, I want to address that you you brought up the uptrend. So, interestingly enough, Jeff Kardikas, who helped set that up, we had him on the show uh, way back when. It's cool to see uptrend continue to, to to prosper, grow. Everyone listening, you know that that's also one of the places that we actually publish to regularly. If you're not on there, definitely go check that out. But just wanted to to drop that real quick since you since you brought it up. But going back to your earlier topic of Numio and the problem you are solving, scalability. So let's first, for, for the newbies out there, explain that issue. And then for everyone else who are very much aware of what's going on, explain how Numio is positioned to help solve that. So right now, Ethereum is going through a massive, massive gas crisis. And when I refer to a gas crisis for you newbies, and you're like, what the heck does that mean? Like, What's going on with Exxon? What's going on with all these gas companies? I'm not referring to gas that you put in your car. I'm referring to gas in the sense of fees that you have to pay to use a specific blockchain network. And with Ethereum, it is exorbitant right now. The prices to use the network are incredibly high. And these fees only increase as you are doing uh, additional computation. So what I mean by that is when you're interacting with a smart contract, it requires additional computation costs. So that requires more of a gas fee. So let's just say like sending a regular transaction, sending ETH, uh, that's going to charge about, it's going to be about 21,000 gas. Sending an ERC-20 token, about 50 to 60,000 gas. And then if we take into account for a Uniswap transaction, so like making a trade, that just increases about to, I believe it's 200,000 gas. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember what it's it is. A lot. Off the top it's of it's too much. It's way too much. <laughs> the thing is, is about a year ago, making one of those trades was like pennies. It wasn't that expensive. It's just because the demand and the amount of people using the network wasn't so high. And Ethereum, as it stands, is only able to process about 15 transactions per second, which with the millions of people that are using it right now, it is not able to scale. And to put it just straight up, if it was never able to scale, if it never scales, Ethereum will die because it will just become too expensive. The beauty of it right now, though, is the decentralization of it. So it is the most powerful blockchain network in the world. It is arguably the most decentralized blockchain network in the world, specific to smart contract platforms. So it needs to scale. So there are a variety of ways that this can happen. You can say, all right, screw Ethereum. I'm just going to move to an entirely different blockchain which is what some people have done. They've moved to like Binance Smart Chain. They've moved to 
near polka dots or just a variety of different types of side chains. But a lot of people, when they're looking at this, they're like, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to stay on Ethereum because Ethereum is the most secure blockchain in the world. So we need to scale Ethereum. And that is what Numio is helping to do. We launched the first mobile application on Google Play that supports a technology called ZK Rollups. Uh, a ZK Rollup allows you to scale the Ethereum network without sacrificing any security of the Ethereum network because you have something called on-chain data availability. So all these transactions that are processing on this network, it's called like a layer two network. All these transactions, they are still secured by the Ethereum network. So if I'm sending a transaction on layer two, which costs 650 gas right now, like if Gwei is 100 and Ethereum is $1,000, you're going to be looking at a transaction costing about six and a half cents, mm-hmm. which is dirt cheap. And you have all the security of the Ethereum main network when you're con- conducting that transaction. And this will allow you to essentially take all of the things that are going on with Ethereum specific to DeFi and scale those in an efficient manner. So pretty much taking everything that you're doing on the Ethereum main network and moving it into a scaled environment like a ZK Rollup, the solution like that Numio is using. And you have all the security benefits. You have 2,000 transactions per second. And your gas costs are going to be about one one hundredth of that of the Ethereum mainnet, which is, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, it's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, no, you're you're selling the dream right now. Like, I need this yesterday. Like, <laughs> I mean, for for everyone listening, especially the newbies, and I know you're, you're speaking and then Gui earlier and 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 with the stats. So, f- for example, I was I tried to convert one coin out of ETH into another one using Uniswap, and the gas fee was $76. It cost me $76 to make, whether it's a a $10 transaction or a $100 transaction, I was basically going to have to say, okay, how bad do I really want it? And unfortunately for most people, that is not a cost analysis. It's it's not worth it. I mean, even, Mm -hmm. even if you spend a lot of money, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, imagine if you went to the bank and you said, hey, bank, I want to go from the US dollar to the euro because I'm about to go overseas. And they're like, all right, bet. It's going to cost you $75 to do that. You're going to be like, you look at them sideways. You're like, are you kidding me? Like what? But unfortunately that's where we are. And so what it looks like Numio is solving that issue, especially with scalability. I mean, that's amazing that it was only meant to do about 15 transactions a second. That, first of all, that's hilarious to me because I know there has to be like literally millions going on all the time. And mm-hmm. it looks like your protocol is, is basically able to go and, and help set that up. So, I mean, this sounds amazing. Where are you at on your roadmap and like how soon would someone be able to go and use Numio to like, instead of me paying these outrageous gas fees to start paying pennies? Sure. So right now we have been live on layer two for about two months now. We have been, I don't want to say we've been a little quiet over the last couple months, but we've been very heads down getting focused for some very exciting things to come within the app and what we're able to do on layer two, specifically like what you can do with like trading and things like that. So right now within the app, you can do token transfers. So you can go and you can send assets on layer two 
in a peer-to-peer manner for price. It can be $1, it could be a billion dollars, and each one of those transactions is just going to cost you pennies. It's going to be dirt cheap. They're completed instantly, and it's inexpensive. And it's awesome. And what we are currently working on right now, uh, which will be introduced in the next few weeks, so definitely keep your eyes out, is the ability to trade on layer two through an automated market maker, similar to like Uniswap. And this will allow you to make trades for, you guessed it, pennies. And the beauty about what is going to happen there is we're able to take so much of the computation and break that down into just simple data that you can store in a Merkle tree and store that on the Ethereum network. Because the way that you're doing a transaction currently on the Ethereum main network is, I don't want to say there's a lot of fat involved with each one of those transactions, but there's a lot of fat that you're spending in terms of a transaction fee. And that gets significantly minimized on layer two. I believe the last time I checked when you're doing like a DeFi interaction, typically those costs are going down by like one one thousand. I believe that's the number. I might be wrong. It's somewhere between that and one one hundredth. But it's going to be dropping a lot. And it's going to be awesome. And that will be coming in the next few weeks. And once that's live, it's gonna it's gonna realistically be off to the races. Because right now, like we are we're the only mobile application that is running on ZK Sync, this implementation of a ZK rollup. So we we have a really awesome advantage right now, like when you're looking at this in like the competitive market, to really take a, a big market share over like what's going on in the Ethereum ecosystem. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Like, sorry, I mean, sorry to interject, but like the amount of people that would flock to this in a heartbeat to say like, oh, instead of spending hundreds of dollars in gas, I can spend pennies or even dollars. Like you're telling me I can do all of this for under $5. People would freak out. It's like, yes. Oh my gosh. That sounds like, that's amazing. Yeah. So we're, we're working towards that right now. We're in full steam ahead mode right now. And working towards that, so it's going to be the next couple months. They're going to be they're going to be pretty hectic, and um, I'm I'm very excited about it. So that's something that you can definitely look forward to in the near future. I would say over the next few months, something that's going to be introduced is pretty much creating our app into a fully functional financial product. Because what's going to occur with this Layer 2 solution is it's going to have something called EVM compatibility. If you don't know what that means, EVM stands for the Ethereum Virtual Machine. This allows you to process, for example, smart contracts and different types of data on the Ethereum network. And you're going to be able to process all of these existing contracts directly into this scaling solution. So Every existing Solidity smart contract is going to be able to move into this layer two scaling solution. So everything that you do on Ethereum, whether it's like Aave, Compound, Uniswap, SushiSwap, all these solutions, they're going to be able to be ported directly onto layer two. And essentially, 
all of the Ethereum ecosystem, all of like the crypto economic activity is going to be moving onto layer two. It's going to be an interesting and exciting migration over the next over the next six months. And I'm pretty thrilled to sort of, I don't want to say like being a part of like spearheading it, but like yeah. this is a huge moment in the future of DeFi because in its current form, DeFi is effectively dead. I don't want to say it's dead because like so much innovation is going on, but for 99% of people, if you're operating on Ethereum, they can't. And it needs to scale. And without these solutions, it won't be able to. So I'm really excited to be, to be a part of that and, and bringing that into, into fruition. We're hearing a lot of good things from multiple speakers about Layer 2 and how significant that is. And it's interesting that you bring up like this moment in crypto history. This is a show where everything's headed. And there's always references back to like the internet, right? Of, of like where we are. And it feels like we're going from like the super massive supercomputer that's like sitting in the back and you have to do a bunch of stuff to like do these simple computations to like your first personal computer, right? I feel like that's kind of where we are on this trajectory. I feel like we're still like a long ways to go before like we really, really get into that internet boom. We're still very early, but it, it feels like that's that next step that we're kind of headed towards. And like, that's exciting. And like you said, like adding this scalability to Ethereum and showing how this would then work within like other ecosystems, like it, it compounds into being able to have more interoperability, which I think is always one of the things that people need to be driving towards. It's like, how do we get everything to communicate and be mm-hmm. efficient and, and cost effective for people? Right. So I, you know, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for, for Numion and what y'all have going on with it, man. And just like you said, you kind of talked about layer two and how that's going to come probably in the next, you know, six months or so but when you take a step back and you look at like where the market has started at the beginning of 2021 and like where it looks like things are headed what are some things outside of layer two that you are also looking at and have in the back of your mind today's podcast is brought to you by tantra labs where you can earn 12 percent in bitcoin and ethereum yearly tantra labs is a team of researchers engineers and data scientists economists and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S., except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. CryptoCurrent is proud to announce a media partnership with Miami Crypto Expo. It is on April 21st and 23rd at the Intercontinental Downtown in Miami. This is an in-person event where there will be multiple types of activities from an NFT gallery to multiple workshops where you can go and learn hands-on information as well as keynote speakers. And it wouldn't be Miami without having a few parties as well. For more information, please go to expcrypto.io. Again, that's expcrypto.io. And make sure when you get your ticket to type the word cryptocurrent for a nice discount. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that I would say that I'm worried about 
is 2021 seems like it's going to become the next bubble uh, for crypto. 2017 was the ICO bubble. And I think 2021 is going to become an NFT bubble. I think NFTs are freaking awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love NFTs. Like, I've aped into a few NFTs. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, they're fun. They're exciting. But I think that we're going to, we're going to see a little bit of a bubble uh, in, in NFTs. So be careful. Be very smart about what you're putting your money into because there's probably going to be a little bit of a pop. There are going to be some NFTs that are unbelievably valuable. They will be incredibly successful and you will make an insane amount of money from them. But I would say similar to like we saw with ICOs in 2017, probably 99% of them are going to turn out to be crap. So just be aware of that and be careful because coming from someone who, I mean, I put some money into ICOs back in 2017 and probably nine out of 10 went down like 99% (laughs) Um, (laughs) or just like don't exist anymore. So just be smart about that. What I think will come out of that is it'll show that NFTs are here to exist. They're here to stay. What is so powerful about them is what you can do with like smart contracts, how you can programmatically build different types of things into an NFT. So let's say you are a content creator. You don't have to worry about your product getting resold. You can have that programmatically built in. So if it gets resold, you still earn money. And that's something that's going on with different types of marketplaces. One of the the projects that I'm working with, Phoenix Dow, they're releasing an events app where you essentially are able to build NFTs in the form of a ticket. And you can essentially purchase tickets. And if those tickets are able to get resold, you'll then be able to make money off of those tickets. So that sort of helps to combat some of the things that are going on, I guess, with like scalping and things like that. I don't know if that functionality is live yet in terms of like what's being built into the smart contract. That's something that like they can work towards because those are things that you can build into a smart contract. And I I think what it just proves is like smart contracts, they're freaking awesome. Like they are really cool. And in the reality of things, the amount of innovation that we're going to see over the next years is going to just grow exponentially. Like what we saw with DeFi summer last year, like for people who weren't in the weeds every single day, it was one of like the most euphoric and crazy, I would say like three to four weeks of my life where I'm, I probably got like, significant amount of gray hairs. Like (laughs) I made some money, which was awesome, but like things are just popping up left, right. And you don't know what to do. Right. And the same thing is going to be occurring over the next couple of years. Like with all of this innovation that's going on, you think you're going to be staying on top like of everything. Good luck. You're not because there's going to be some unbelievable innovation because you can just build on top of all of these different types of protocols and smart contracts and make them even more powerful. So it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty wild 
uh, next next couple of years. I'm very excited, like specifically about like the DeFi market. Like that's like that's my passion. I I love it. I eat it, breathe it, and sleep it. I consider myself somewhat of a DeFi degen, and I'm unbelievably excited about what that technology is going to bring for people around the world. Because we're seeing a lot of people who are, are flocking to some of these solutions just because not necessarily like for using like cryptocurrencies as like an alternative asset, but mm-hmm. using these as an alternative for growing their wealth and as a banking solution. Yeah. It's really cool. It's a lot of people are first time, you know, banking the unbanked and then having a way to have some collateral that you can actually go get a loan on. And like, you, you know, it's there because it's literally, you're putting your, your crypto in there. Like you're, you're literally giving people who ultimately either wouldn't be able to get a loan or to create wealth or do some other things that, you know, you'd have to have some initial assets or money to do in your traditional finance. You can do it in crypto and it's, it's amazing. Oh yeah. It's, it's cool. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I was working at a, um, a firm seven years ago. It was a, a firm. They sold life, health, disability insurance. Um, it was like a bunch of financial advisors. And uh, he called me up the other day. He's like, should I buy Bitcoin? And I was like, oh God, <laughs> I don't want to get into this conversation. But one of the things that we did talk about is how I'm able to generate APR yield on my funds. Right. Like I'm currently having a bunch of my US, I use USDC, and I'm having that sit in a bunch of vaults. And obviously, it's a bull market. So those yields are significantly higher. Yeah. But even in a bear market, you're generating at least 5% APR. You can't get that anywhere. Man, I'm sorry. No. Just, to, just I'm sorry to interject. I always get excited about this. And I tell people all the time, like, there's no reason you shouldn't be in crypto because like if you have money that's just sitting in a bank account making you 0.01% doing nothing for you, take that same money, put it in USDC and let it yield five to potentially eight, nine percent every year. And you're gonna get way more money, literally just letting your money sit. Like just just working smarter. Sorry to interject, but like I dude, I am I am so passionate about that because like people are sleeping on this APY opportunities, this yield mm-hmm. opportunity to literally just let your money sit and make money for you. Or even the fact you put money in like some of these uh, staking opportunities where your money is literally making you more money as well. Like, yes, it could Ooh, go up and money. down with the market. It's truly free <laughs> money. And it's like how it, I'm, I'm obviously passionate about this. So I'm just like, there's, you can work so much smarter with your money without having to work harder, just understanding that the opportunity is there and then acting on it. I would say that there are a few hurdles for it. One of which is education, Mm -hmm. which is like a big thing. The second is right now is like the gas fee problem. Because like, let's say like I want to go and deposit into one of those vaults or let's say I want to deposit into compound. That's like a $100 fee. And people are like, screw that. I don't have to do that. So realistically, or right now, unless you're putting in like a ton of money, it's just not, it's not going to work too well. But obviously, like that's why like Ethereum is scaling and are working towards that. And the other thing that for me, when I'm explaining this to people that like, I would feel bad if I didn't is having to say, by the way, 
there is a risk when you're putting your funds into the smart contract because, well, it's a smart contract. And if there is a vulnerability in that smart contract, all of your funds could potentially be stolen because that is a risk when you're dealing with any type of smart contract. Usually, like when I say that, people say, like, oh, what? <laughs> I don't want to do that. But obviously, if they're still interested and generally, like, many of them are, I say, well, okay, what you want to do is you want to look for some of these smart contracts and protocols that have at least like a billion dollars in total value locked. Because what that means is all these hackers and coders around the world, they've been poking around into these smart contracts since their inception, trying to find bugs and figure out how to break into them and essentially steal that money. And for some of these major smart contracts, well, they haven't. Or if they did, they found them very early on and they were exploited and fixed. And the fact that, like, let's say, for example, like Uniswap has, I don't know what, like $10 billion in total value locked now, like something insane. Yeah. And in a year, it's probably going to be like 50 to 100 billion. And like the reality of things is most likely there is no bug in there and that your funds aren't going to get stolen. And I, I think that's like something that a lot of people just have to sort of realize because when you say like, Oh, like I'm during like DeFi summer, it was like, Oh, I was, I was firing a project and I was getting 10,000 APR or 10,000% APR. People are like, what the hell is that? I was like, I don't know. I was farming some random food coin and then you get rugged or like the smart contract has a bug and then you lose all your money. But those are like, those are situations where it's just, a very early stage project. Right. Or they're you, like, you know what you're signing up for. And like, yeah. and what you're describing, it's like your more advanced crypto persona is probably going to have a better understanding of the risk it is to like go and do that. But for your everyday person that's just trying to get in in your front doors, like Coinbase or something like that, and you can literally just put it there, let it sit. If something happens to Coinbase, they're FDIC insured. So like, you know, you're good for at least 250. Not with, not with Coinbase, unless only if it's USD. Oh, USD? Yeah. Only if it's USD. If you're holding your Bitcoin, Ether, anything in there, that's not insured. That's not insured. Like if, uh, if you're holding USD in there, yeah, that's insured. But if you're holding crypto in Coinbase or Gemini or any of those institutions, if that gets stolen, it's gone. Because the reason like they'll, they'll insure like USD is because, well, the Fed, they can just kind of like, they can go and print that. But if it's like Bitcoin, Ether, if that, get, if that gets stolen, you can't, can't really do anything about that. And that's why like there's insurance products like Nexus Mutual, Cover, things like that, that can help to potentially insure some people's funds that are even being held on centralized products. No, that's good. I mean, that's uh, definitely something that everyone listening, good to know, even for myself, good educational moment right there. But that's another good reason why you want cold storage and having other ways to protect your money as much as you can. But another thing, Mark, that I definitely wanted to, to bring up and, and ask you on is you've been in this space for a long time now and you're, you're constantly learning things. With all the knowledge that you've been able to gain over the last several years, if you go back to the very beginning when you were first starting this journey, with all the knowledge you have today, what would you tell yourself? Read more about projects 
and write about them. Because one of the things that I've found is like I've been I've been writing a lot of content recently. And when you write about something and you're you're putting it onto paper or obviously like you're typing it, you begin to get a much better understanding of what the heck's actually going on. Unless you're like just kind of like freeballing it. Like when I'm writing something, I want to make sure everything that I'm saying is factually correct. And when I'm reading through something and I have to go back and I have to write about it and it's something like fairly educational, it can be, it can be kind of difficult. And I've definitely made some mistakes and have understood things in the wrong way over, over the last few years, which is expected. And like, I would just say like to write more about like what I'm trying to learn about and it's beneficial for myself. And more importantly, it's helping other people to learn because the reason that I'm here is in like working in this space is because I'm passionate about it and because I want to help build and bring financial tools to more people. And a big part of that is education and helping to essentially teach people about what's going on is really important. And a big portion of that comes through content creation, like yourself going and interviewing people or going and writing about things. There's a lot of value in that. And that was one of the things that got me into crypto. And God help me if I go back and read some of those original articles that I wrote, like they're awful, like terrible. Like I hope they never reach the surface, but I didn't really know what was going on when I first got in. And did anyone, I mean, you just, you learn, you learn through experience, but you have to throw yourself in the fire and just start. And the whole point is that you started and that you started to get into it. And just like you said, I'm the same way to write something down and try to put something on paper that you know that someone else is going to read. You have to be thorough enough for it to make sense. And so you, you want to be able to demonstrate your knowledge in a, in a way that can be received by other people and also helps you know it for yourself and be able to speak to it a lot clearer. So I, I do like that advice. You're actually the first one to have said it that way. So. Definitely. Thank you for that. Was there anything else that you want to add to that? Crypto Twitter. <laughs> Go on crypto Twitter. Follow, follow people on Twitter uh, that are like, I, I don't want to say like thought leaders, but people that are like very outspoken in the ecosystem. You will learn more on Twitter than you will anywhere else. And you'll find out things first on Twitter than you will on any other news platform. I mean, that's why they call it, they call it crypto Twitter. You will learn so much. People joke about it sometimes. It's like, how, how is this platform free? How is this free? But go on there, just follow what people are saying. And I wouldn't say like, use money to like, invest in stuff that they're talking about. Maybe if you want to just like throw money around and have a little bit of fun with it and just kind of like gamble money, but don't expect anything to come from it. But just read and, and try to learn and, and learn from them. Because there's a, there's a lot of value and knowledge that shared for free. Absorb as much as you can. That's great advice. I mean, crypto Twitter is amazing. It's a very well community, but also it, it can be kind of harsh as well uh, if you <laughs> ruffle the right feathers. But all the same, there's a lot of free knowledge out there. There are some that if you want to take it to the next level and get a little bit further knowledge, you can pay a little bit. But all the same, like just get involved, get in part of the community. You meet a lot of great people um, who do genuinely want to help. 
and are welcoming and to try to get you up to speed. So thank you for that advice as well. But, you know, thank you for everything that you've been able to share with us today. What is a final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners here today? Blockchain is here to stay. Whatever you read on social media, whatever people say on Twitter or any type of news platform, if they say like blockchain or one of these blockchains is going to die, it's probably not going to happen. There's so much innovation, so many intelligent people. You need to start learning about it and realize like how it can be a part of your personal life and how it can benefit things that you're doing. Because believe it or not, something that you're doing in your life, you can probably find some benefit from using some type of blockchain-based solution. Like for me, I love DeFi. I think it's awesome. Look in, like if you're a content creator, look into how you can monetize yourself as being a content creator, whether it's like through creating content or building NFTs and creating a community around those types of things. There's a lot of things, but it's an awesome industry and it's definitely here to stay. And I'm happy to be one of the, I guess, the early... I don't know if you can call me an innovator, but one of the early sort of nerds. <laughs> yeah, no, I would definitely say innovator. Just like you said, you're, you're innovating right now and you're, you're, you're helping layer two and helping to grow the Ethereum ecosystem. and. Scalability and, and gas fees. Oh my gosh. Numio, looking forward to seeing what it does. Uh, definitely going to go check this out. Everyone listening, definitely go check it out. What are some ways that people can connect with you and learn more about Numio? Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is GetNumio, G E T N U M I O, GetNumio. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, just search Numio. We are on Telegram as well. We have a channel, just search for Numio. And we have a Telegram channel there. If you want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is the underscore shark underscore seven, the shark seven. And if you want, download our app. If you want to, reach out to me. Like, Say that you, you listen to me speaking on CryptoCurrent and I downloaded the Numio app and say hello. And you know what? I'll, I'll, send, you, I'll send you some crypto on the app and let you, let you test drive it and and have some fun. We are on Android right now. We will soon be on iOS. Thankfully, I'm an iOS born and raised. And I've been, I've been using this, this clunky piece of crap. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to getting back to my iOS. If you do have an Android, download it and let us know what you think. Feel free to rip it apart. Give us some feedback. And most importantly, I'll send you over some crypto and, and have some fun with, with the app. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that, Mark. Everyone listening, make sure you go check it out and hit them up so you get some free crypto. And of course, for everyone listening, stay cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Just a Sapien. Cryptocurrent is a valuable resource to learn about crypto and all the builders in the blockchain space. Keep up the great work. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent.